Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Del Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latino. This ain't your abuelita's financial advice. I'm your host, Janice Torres Rodriguez, and I'm here to help you tackle grown woman business when it comes to all things dinner. We're going to talk about how to make it, keep it, and grow it. On that note, vamos. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Yo Quiero Dinero, the podcast. This is your host, Janice, and today I'm super excited to bring a conversation with another one of my sorority sisters. I'm introducing you guys to a lot of them because I am just lucky enough to be a member of an organization that has so many talented women who are legit changing the world, and this next guest is no exception. Her name is Nicole Dominguez. She's a mom. She's a community organizer and a proud Dominicana living in Washington Heights in New York City. And a couple years ago, she noticed that she was lacking meaningful relationships with women. And so it prompted her to create this space that's called the self-love break room. And I love the concept. It is meant to provide a safe space for women to get together and talk about all types of issues that we're dealing with, whether it's relationships, love, career, money, trauma, family, like there are so many ways to connect with this group. And especially now they are hosting for the first time ever virtual sessions because typically this is conducted in person. And so I think it's as great a time as ever to start forging relationships with people in whatever way you can. I think it's so important for women to lift each other up and to provide spaces for each other where they can 
be vulnerable and just talk about things that maybe they can't talk about with their partner or with their family. And the self-love break room definitely fills all those needs. So I definitely encourage you guys to check out what Nicole's doing. You can find her over on Instagram at the self-love break room. Before we get started with the conversation though, I want to remind you, if you're not already following us on Instagram, please go ahead and join us. The Yo Quiero Dinero podcast Instagram is just an amazing place to connect on a different level. I'm always letting you guys know the first things to come through there. So before anyone else knows about it, my Instagram followers know about it. Whether it's new episodes, I'm actually hosting a free introduction to Blogging for Dinero workshop on Thursday, April 9th on Zoom. So it'll be a virtual webinar. And this is my first event through the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast. And so I'm super excited to have that happening. And we actually sold already 50 tickets to attend um, in like 48 hours, which I'm just blown away by. So I actually had to open up more spots. So if you want your spot, make sure you head over to YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com and register because once those additional 50 seats are gone, there is no more space. We're literally at capacity for the webinar. So it's going to be a great introductory session for anybody who's ever thought about blogging for money but has no idea where to start. And I am cooking up something major for you guys. I'm still working out the details, but I can't wait to tell you all about it. So Definitely follow me at Yo Quiero Dinero Podcast on Instagram so you can be the first to know whenever we're hosting events and what new episodes are coming up. And of course, if you haven't subscribed already to this podcast, I don't know what you're waiting for, but please go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a five-star review. All right, let's get into this combo with Nicole of the Self Love Break Room. Okay, so Nicole, thank you for being here. I love the concept of the self-love break room, and I've been following you for a while on social media, so I just want first to start off with introducing yourself, and then we can get into what the self-love break room actually is. All right. Um, My name is Nicole Dominguez. I live in New York City. Um, I was thinking about like, what's my job title at the present moment. So I would say I'm a community organizer. <laughs> okay. In many ways. Um, and what was the second question? So what inspired the self-love break room and what is it to that oh, for people that don't know? Cool. Oh, so, so what inspired, um, these gatherings with women was that I wasn't doing it with women. Um, and I felt like I needed to sit with women and eat and talk as opposed to like going to brunch, getting drunk and like just talking about work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I was already doing that with a group of gay guys that I met when I was like 25. And we do like a lot of things together. Um, we eat together. We like go on trips together. And there's a lot of sitting around the table and just talking, laughing. And so I wanted to create that space for women and yeah, and that was it. And I went on Instagram and I invited 10 women. This was like five years ago. I invited 10 women that I thought were interesting on Instagram. Either you were interesting on Instagram or I I saw you in college and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. <laughs> I would love <laughs> to eat with her and talk to her. Um, and a lot of people weren't into it because they were like, you know, why would I go to somebody's house that I don't know, you know? Yeah. But the, at the first day, I think there was a total of 10 of us. 
Um, and we sat and we talked for eight hours. Wow. Right. And so all I did was just provide food and I asked them to bring wine and it was like a fishbowl and like less asked questions. And the first question was about relationships, uh, maybe like your current relationship status. And we didn't know each other. So for the most part, everybody was pretty comfortable and honest about like where they were at. And that meant a lot of talking because there was a lot of stories in the room. And then that day I left feeling like, wow, like I never knew I could be with a bunch of strangers and like feel so comfortable and safe and like so heard. <laughs> it was very big wow. for me. And I knew that I wanted to do it more, but like what it is now isn't what it was five years ago. This is just new, like that I'm charging and stuff. I did it for like years for free. Okay. I think this is just, it sounds like such a simple thing, right? To get people together to just talk because in the day and age of social media, it's so easy for people to feel like they have this big group of friends, but do they really? Right. And um, there's so much loneliness, even though people are as quote unquote connected as ever. So I just love how you're kind of taking it back to the old school, just like connecting on a face-to-face human level is something that I don't think we do enough right. nowadays. And no phones. I try my best to tell people no phones. Like if you're new, I won't say anything, but like for the most part, you should come when you come in person, when that's possible again, um, without your phone and like just dedicate two hours of something outside of, you know, everything that's happening in the world. Yeah. So what is it about your own personal journey to self-discovery that motivated you to, to create this space for women? Um, well, I struggled a lot, like with women when I was younger. I feel like I was like a mean girl. <laughs> People were mean to me. I just didn't have really good experiences with women. And like when I started, this was five years ago, I was 32. And I still didn't feel I had like these relationships with women in my life. So I'm like, I have to create it because whatever I don't have, I'm going to try to create it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me try to create it. And that's how that came to be. So the logistics of the program now, how does it actually work? So I have like in 2020, I'm doing like a group a week. This is like in person before this whole situation with Corona. Yeah. Um, And you pick a topic, whatever topic you feel like you're into like this past week was unhealthy um coping mechanisms you pay 35 bucks and you come to wherever we are we're in different sometimes we're in jersey city we like rotate in different houses of women that host and so you come for the two hours when you pay whatever and there's wine and there's food and we just talk about whatever that topic is um sometimes girls come that are selling like stuff from their small business so it's like a little retail therapy shop if you come to the group you're encouraged to bring your like crafts, whatever you're working on, whatever we can um, do to support you. Like, I feel like it's a community of that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So you're paying for $35 to essentially just share space, which covers like the food, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, So now with everything that's going on, you've actually taken this online, right? Yeah, which is cool because I had done a few before and I thought it was cool, but nobody was really doing that because you could just come in person. But now Mm -hmm. we have a choice. And so last week and this week, it was online. And it was so cool because it was the same thing. I mean, we're all in our houses and I prefer to be in person. Um, But it worked. And one of the girls yesterday, she hadn't been to a group since September of like last year. And she messaged me and was like, 
it helped me like forget for two hours like you know that's so important it's so important and I feel like regardless of what's happening in the world like I'm still gonna create the space because I do it for other people but I do it for me <laughs> like I need it you know I need those two hours and if I don't carve it out like that it's not gonna happen yeah so what's one thing that you've discovered about yourself through this whole process of, of organizing this this amazing concept and space that you created um, about myself uh, yeah that I'm really brave because so in that space I'm very honest about my life I will not be on no podcast or anything. Like, I'm very raw in my life. And in that rawness, I've realized that when I'm raw, I help people. And mm-hmm. I just like to help people. Before I was doing this, I did a lot of social work. So it's in me. Like, I feel great when I'm helping somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I've kind of like honed in on that. And it makes me really grateful that I get to do this all the time. Because when people leave and they text me and they're just like, wow, that was so good. Thank you so much. I'm like, wow, like we all did that together because I couldn't have done it without the people, like literally. Yeah. (laughs) That's like the space. I need people. So it's like being able to see that I can organize in my community and get people together. And like even with this stuff now, I see how important it is to get together. And like I'm so happy that I was already encouraging that before this happened. Yeah. So what's one thing that has surprised you I guess about just the level of honesty that people bring to these discussions because like you said sometimes people don't know each other and you would think it's like human nature to kind of present the best um you know the best lens to whatever you're going through when you're talking about a topic so what do you think about this space is actually making people like open up is it because you are kind of leading the charge to just be upfront and honest about what's going on in your life so one time I read in a book that if you're running a group and you show courage in the beginning, you open the door for everybody else. So yeah, I usually go first or somebody that like is as open as I am goes first and they give you like a real answer. <laughs> like a can't get worse than this, you know? <laughs> so then it puts you to feel like, oh, wow, like that person shared that, then I can. And sometimes people don't share. Sharing is completely optional. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. people can just listen. But just having the courage um, to have a leader or lead myself in a way that I know that my honesty is going to help somebody be honest. And like the feeling of releasing something that you've been holding in to a group of people that you know, because it's already a made space for that, you're going to be supported. It's a safety that some people don't feel on a regular basis. So we're creating a space that helps people, like people that are afraid to go to church or are afraid to go to therapy. Like they'll come to this group and be raw. And leave fine because everybody's like, yo, it's nothing. Like I've gone through something. I've gone through something worse. And it helps you balance and see that you're not alone. Everybody's struggling. It's just that our struggles just start different. But it doesn't mean we can't get through it, you know? That is so true. I think so many people feel often like that they're what they're going through is the possible worst worst thing. And no one could understand. And there's no way... I could find anybody that could relate, but it's just really a matter of just communicating with people and putting yourself out there sometimes because you really don't know what people are going through unless you talk to each other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you sound to me like a person who has done a lot of self-discovery and (laughs) has become a lot more self-aware than maybe you were as as a younger person. So can you talk through your journey through to self-discovery and what that looked like? Well... It was crumbling like to the floor, like in 2017 and realizing that like, I just was not 
well. And I wasn't like, I wasn't delivering my best. I wasn't being my best. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was making a lot of bad choices. And I was already in my 30s and I was a mother. And I had to make a choice to either like live the right life or just live a life that I wouldn't be proud if my daughter was living. So in that moment, which is like a whole nother story, um, I like kind of found my spirituality. And in that, I found myself. And then really like was intentional about like working on myself. I always got into therapy, but like being intentional about what I was saying to my therapist, because even to her, sometimes I didn't feel like I was being 100% honest just because I was so ashamed of a lot of the things that I was doing in my life Mm -hmm. and the choices that I was making. And so like when 2017 happened, it was like the worst year of my life for so many reasons. Now, if you come to the group, you know, because I share it. Mm -hmm. Like the time that like, I don't know. I was just, I, I was really hurt. I was hurting people. Um, and just eh, like being able to like sit back after them and be like, wow, like you're evil sometimes, you know? And like had to go to the root of like, why was I evil? And just thinking back to like when I was in my early twenties, I was dating this guy. He was really abusive. And like, I realized now that I adapted a lot of his traits Mm. Um, and not only in relationships with men, but in my friendships. Um, and so since 2017, I've only been on this journey for three years. Like I've always been able to speak in front of women and do all these things, but like, I didn't really find myself by myself until I lost myself. And then I had to find her again. I was like, Hey girl, (laughs) I love you. (laughs) And then so kind of welcome back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so now. really good and I'm not like a mean person anymore but I'm not like always my best I try to apologize when I'm wrong and like just I try to be a really good person like genuinely like I don't talk about people um you know I still struggle like with I feel like gossip is such a bad thing but I feel like I I always love that chitter chatter of like what's happening in the news and stuff but I really try to live a life day by day that I'm proud of and that like Brooklyn can see me like as I am like that's my mom you know like I'm really proud Mm -hmm. of her not no fake stuff so yeah I had to lose myself to find myself and then in all that and in sharing all that on this journey with all these women that I don't really know um and helping them and seeing how we're all so connected and how we can help each other that brings me like real peace and I don't know like these groups just remind me every month or every other week or whenever I do them that like it's needed we're women we're going through stuff and nobody understands a woman like a woman you know I was hanging amen I was hanging out with all these gay guys and I love my girls but they're not girls (laughs) (laughs) and so as fun as they are like I can't talk to them about like pregnancy when I was pregnant or you know certain things like that that they're fun but they're they can't relate to me because they don't have an Mm -hmm. vagina so I don't know so yeah I'm sorry I, I went a little off but no no it's fine I actually am curious as to do you think that becoming a mom kind of accelerated your uh, motivation to you know just get on this new path oh yeah yes very much so because one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh, it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to be different. Like my mom was great, but like she yelled a lot. And like I started seeing that when she was smaller, that I was yelling a lot. And knowing that I had to like cut all of those things and then had to get to the root of why I like was yelling for a while. And oh, my mom did that. That's why I did that. So like, yeah, like being a mom, you know, about going to therapy and like not passing to her any of my shit, you know, like regardless of what was happening in 2017, if you knew me, you knew my daughter. No matter what's going on with or her father, like, we don't bleed into her space. But in order to do that, that means that him and I have to work on ourselves. Because if not, we are going to bleed into our space and it's only going to affect our kids. I have stepkids too. It's not just her. But Yeah, that that's so important. I, I don't think enough of us kind of look back at what our parents did and how that shaped how we communicate, how we deal with conflict. I mean, it just yeah. determines so many different aspects of our personality. And sometimes those uh characteristics that we've taken on are really fucking toxic and no amen. <laughs> talk about that a lot a lot of our groups about our are about our parents yeah and how they've affected us negatively and positively but affected us a lot especially if you're like dealing with immigrant parents or struggling and don't know the language all that stuff like that had a big part of why we are the way we are you know when it comes to like things that we see as adults and we're like oh damn where did i get that from you know mm-hmm. And we make it clear in groups that we understand that our parents did the best with what they had. This is not a, a parent shaming contest, but it's understanding that we have the opportunity to do better. And like by talking about these things and, and saying them out loud, we become aware of like, yo, we can't do this to our kids. If anything, 
we can work on ourselves so that our kids don't have to deal with that. That if I'm going through a divorce or a breakup, then my kids are going to be unscathed because it's not their fault. You know, our parents understood that, but couldn't put that into action because their circumstances were probably a lot different, like financially and everything else. Absolutely. When you're in a mentality where you're just trying to survive, like you don't have time for emotional intelligence. Exactly. Yeah. So um, what does self-care and self-love look like for you? Oh my God, girl. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Um, I always joke because like when I dropped Wilson off at school, I started like this past April just walking to the park next to her school and just walking in the park, like literally like just moving my body because I work from home, like doing these kind of things. I, I can be home all day and I can sit you know, in front of the computer or on the couch or do whatever I want. But like, I know that I need to be outside because in the sun, regardless of the weather, it's so good for me. Like I know what is good for me. I know what makes me feel good. And I try to do that. I do yoga sometimes, but not as much as I should. Um, and I, I write a lot. I, I have therapy every Wednesday. So I spend a lot of time reflecting <laughs> what I talk about on Wednesday um, and like, kind of, I'm, I'm working on like getting to the root of all of my negatives, I guess I could say. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of just like, even that, like I leaving that I walk from my apartment to the, to my, to my therapist, because I know that I need to process. So I'm living a life right now that is full of self-care if I'm not depressed though. So if I'm having mm-hmm. a bad time, that's not going to, none of that shit's going to happen. I'm going to, sorry, I'm sorry for cursing, but no, no, it's when fine. I struggle because also you know being home is kind of like not always the best thing ever when I struggle then I get stuck to my bed and like I get really depressed and then I start questioning you know why am I doing this kind of work is this going to work you know Mm -hmm. I have my ups and downs I am able to take care of my best when I'm feeling my best obviously so I do have moments um that I struggle with anxiety and depression so this is not something that I've been able to do consistently, which is obviously like I'm a work in progress. So aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> but I try to practice so when you... speech because, you know, it's like the self-love breakthrough. <laughs> so yeah, I try my best, but like it doesn't always work out that way. No, and we're human, right? Yeah, so there are going to be points where you're just feeling overwhelmed with life. So how do you pull yourself out of those ruts? Like who who do you rely on or what do you rely on to kind of get out of those, that headspace? Okay. So when I'm in a rut like that, I usually reach out to particular people. Um, so I'm like very connected to my church. And so like, I have a friend there that I will reach out to and say like, yo, I'm really struggling. (laughs) And I can talk to her about it without feeling like I have to keep it inside. So I think Mm -hmm. that for me sharing it with somebody that's the hardest part because when I'm already stuck to it, like I'm all sad, I don't even want to tell anybody. Um, so for me, having like safe people that I can say I'm struggling to and maybe they'll offer to go to yoga with me or they'll offer to pray for me because I, I live in that whole like prayer life, you know, especially with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. So just making sure that I'm intentional, like I allow myself, okay, this is a real story. Like, so I allow myself, like if, when I feel like that, I could do that for like 24 hours. It's okay. Like if I'm feeling like shit, if I'm crying, I just let myself cry. Um, but that's it. Like after the, I can't, I can't do that another day. So then I have to do whatever that is. If it's walk to the park, depending on how I, how much energy I have that day, or it might be to call somebody. So I do have people, not just like my friend, Nicole, same name as me. She lives in um, Philadelphia. 
and she's somebody that I often like feel like I feel comfortable telling her but if she's not around I have a few other people that I feel comfortable with to say like I don't feel great and they'll usually help me talk through it and then I have my therapist um so mm-hmm. I usually fall into those ruts when I don't go to therapy, like if she's away for like two weeks or something. So I realized that if I talk to her in the middle of the week and kind of just let whatever I'm feeling out there, everything seems lighter and I feel more organized because then I don't have to talk to anybody about my stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but that's not always as consistent as I would like. Yeah. So I know there's so much stigma around mental health and therapy, especially in Latino households. So I'm curious. How did your family react when you told them you were in therapy or have you even told them? Okay, yo, so I've been going to therapy forever though. So what year are we in? We're 2020. I started going in 2012 because I had a miscarriage. So I think my family was supportive of it because I was just sad. Um, maybe I told my mom and my sister. I don't know. My my mom and my sister are like my family and they, they're, they didn't care. Not that they didn't care. Like, okay, good, you go. If you don't, you don't. Not like, it wasn't seen as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't seen as a bad thing. Yeah, that's good because there's so many times people feel like you know they're ashamed of even admitting that there's something wrong. Yeah, because you can't explain away something mental that is bothering you versus like you have a broken leg. Like people can see that, you right? Can't internal so, pain stuff. Yes, yeah. and that sometimes is the the worst because yes. you just feel so yeah. alone. True that. So, what advice do you have? For somebody who is struggling with like relationship or communication skills that maybe they just didn't get when they were growing up, like how, how can they start working on those, those issues? So when you said that, my first thing that came to mind is something that my therapist said, um, respond, don't react. So I feel like communication is easy when you're getting along. Um, The disconnect comes when there's like a trigger. So kind of understanding that when you're triggered, are you either going to react or you can take time and assess and even if it means walk away from the conversation and then come and respond when you can speak without anger behind it. Because usually the miscommunication comes when there's a trigger, because if we're getting along for the most part, especially in a partnership, there's there's no miscommunication because we're all lovey-dovey. But the real test of communication comes when there's a problem. Does that make sense? That is so true. And I've gotten the exact same advice from my therapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and because it's because we did not learn how to communicate as kids. Like my mother has two volumes. It's just louder and louder. Like there's same. no rational communication. <laughs> and no, that's true. And we learned that at home. Right. And so like that played yep. out in a lot of my relationships with the men that I dated, but I didn't understand this until I was like in my thirties, you know? So now mm-hmm. how I, I would move in a relationship is like, I need to take a second, you know, um, if something bothers me, I'm saying, okay, I need, I need a minute um, so that I can like gather my thoughts. I've also communication yeah. that if you're with someone, right. Um, it's okay for one of us to be hot in the, in the conversation, but you can't be both, both be hot at the same time. Because now I'm conscious that like, if I'm going to argue, say I'm with somebody, I'm going to argue with him. Right if he's calm, it's going to bring me down. But if we're both at a 10, it's never going to defuse. So I like to be aware if like the other person is upset because then I'm like, okay, he's upset. So let me just chill. It's already like, it's going to go super south if I can't. But now this is taking me like all my 37 years to understand. But being grounded in that could just really avoid a lot of havoc for people that. It's so true. Yeah, girl. It's really hard. 
I think we all have stories where we just reacted to what was happening and said some reckless shit to somebody that we could have just like taken a time out, collected our thoughts and actually had a productive conversation. And sometimes like reacting to that level ends relationships, not just romantic, but friendship, family. I mean, like your mouth is a very powerful tool. I, I, yo, I could, I resonate with that so much. And when you say like friendships, you know, I've had friendships that end and like people decide to tell me like why they don't like me anymore, even as an adult. And like, that's so hard to that harshness from people because they're reacting and not responding, you know, because you know that your friend never talks Mm -hmm. to you like that if they were responding, but they were reacting. And like when somebody hurts my feelings and tells me stuff, My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Like, it's really hard for me to walk back and be like, we're going to be friends again, you know? Um, because it's like, yeah. it's like have oh, the, the worst effect on people's like raw hearts. You know what I mean? It's true. It's, um, it's very painful to hear about yourself, but sometimes yeah. you need that yes. to grow, right? Yeah, real talk. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> so what advice do you have for somebody who's fallen into a pattern of self-sabotage and wants to break that cycle? Um, okay. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I feel like I lived in a life of self-sabotage, um, for a long time, but there's no way out of that until you're aware of it, right? Like if you're aware that you're doing unhealthy things to like cope as an example, you have to Mm -hmm. be able to identify like what that is to make it better. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, what does living authentically look like for you? Just waking up in the morning and just like being myself, like my healthy self, like be kind to people all the time, you know, do the right thing. It sounds very simple, <laughs> but it's taken me my whole life to like feel like I'm being a genuinely good person. It's taken me a really long time. Um, and so for me, authentic is just being myself, but being my best self. And if those moments that I'm not being my best self or somebody else is affected, I need to apologize and I need to make it better. Um, yeah. Authentically, like taking care of myself and like when I drop Brooklyn off, make sure that I go to the park or that I meet with a friend for lunch so that I don't feel like I'm stagnant just because I'm working from home, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Being fair to myself, like when people tell me they want me to do something with them and if I can't, like I say no. I always say no. Like, I will never say yes, you know? Uh, I mean, I will never say, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm twisting it up, but like, I'll say no if I need to say no. And if I can, I can. And if I can't, I can't. But I lived in a life before that it was hard for me to say no. And I was saying yes and overbooking myself and like 
sometimes double booking things just because I was so scared of like saying no to somebody and then being like, I'm not there for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think a lot of us struggle with trying to be there for everybody and taking the word no as meaning that right. like you don't care or, you know, somebody's going to take offense to it when sometimes the kindest thing you can do is say no. If you know that Give you can't own. fulfill an yeah. obligation. Yeah. So I just absolutely love the conversations that you are leading with women. And I'm so excited that now we can participate virtually. I hope that even after this craziness ends, that we can still continue to meet yeah. with you online. Cause I think that you just have the um, potential to reach so many people that are looking for this environment of sisterhood and just like connecting with women on a more, on a deeper level than just a lot of the superficial okay. shit that's out there right now. So I just love what you're doing and I can't wait to just continue to follow your journey. But for anybody who wants to know more about you, um, where can we find you? Okay. So my Instagram is actually, I have no websites or nothing. I just have the warm tea and cookies. That's like my main Instagram. (laughs) The name is unique and um, self love break room, both Instagrams. Um, You can find me and my journeys, both my journeys, my personal journey and my self love break room journey. And we can find the schedules and all yes. that stuff on those, yeah on the stuff the break room you can find on the up next highlight it always shows like what groups are open. Excellent, Nicole. Thank you so much thank for your you time. Thank you for having me. This was fun. I felt like it was just like a, a girl talk. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I can't wait for everybody to find out about what you're doing and just start harnessing this this concept of self love because yeah. we all need it right now. We especially do. More than all right, take care. I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode with Nicole. I absolutely love what she's doing and I'm so excited to attend one of their upcoming virtual self-love break room sessions. I got my ticket and if you want to get yours, make sure you head over to Instagram at self-love break room and get your tickets now. They're only $7.77 guys. It's a freaking bargain and you're going to meet amazing, incredible, inspiring women. And who doesn't need that at this time, right? There's so many people that are just questioning like everything right you're sitting in your house you're just like what am I doing with my life what is this quarantine like I'm forced here to sit here with my thoughts and just reflect on who I am as a person girl you need to start cultivating and using this time to manifest what your life is going to look like after all this crazy shit is done because at some point it will be over and right now is just an amazing time to work on yourself work on your relationships Work on your mindset and the self-love break room is going to help you do all of those things. So I hope to see you at one of these virtual sessions. Make sure you follow Nicole at self-love break room. And until next time, guys, stay inspired, stay motivated, stay elevated and stay poderosas.
On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated contents constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.